This is He Said, She Said. Brought to you by the Urban Breakdown Podcast. Number one, baby. Uh, Mercedes, let's go. He said, she said, what did they say? He said, she said, what did they say? He said, she said, what did they say? He said, she said, check out what they say. What did he say? What did he say? What did she say? What did she say? What did he say? What did he say? What did she say? What did she say? And welcome to another episode of She Said, He Said. Today we talk about hoes and niggalations, or ladies versus gentlemen. I got the term niggalations from my homeboy. He's on Instagram. I'm going to post him in the, um, the note section of the podcast so y'all can check him out on Instagram. He has the funniest stories about his niggalation tales when he was younger and probably up until this day. They're animated. He puts a lot of humor on some things that might some some might deem tragedies and some traumas in some cases, but he puts a, a fun spin on it and brings awareness to issues that impact men and women, and that's um he he coined or he may have not coined it but he definitely made it famous the term niggalations, and hoes the way we spell it on this broadcast is reminiscent of one of my favorite singers Jasmine Sullivan that last album she did is absolutely amazing I've always been a fan of hers but I'm really 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 feeling this latest rendition I hope that she gets an award I hope she gets the recognition that she gets I feel Jasmine has always been an artist that's been somewhat slept on based on other artists that might have been out around the same time to get more recognition or more radio play and she doesn't tend to care about the radio play she cares about the quality of the music reminds me very much of um, the artist her who's also very similar in that aspect Um, let me pin myself because I have the, the thing. So the, today we're talking about she said, he said, you know, the things that impact men and women in regards to relationships and stuff. Yeah, you know I mean, I think, um, to men don't cheat. Uh, <laughs> well, let's go back one. Go ahead. You think what? Um, I hate to say it, but I mean, over time, you typically, you know, gradually move away from trauma, um, like when you were adolescent, childhood trauma, but some of that can spill over into your adulthood. Um, kind of like if you saw your mom get abused by your daddy or your stepdad, you know, it, 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 it may have an impact on you knowing how to properly, you know, carry on a relationship in the future yourself. I do believe that the things that you saw in your childhood, the things that you were impacted by in your childhood can impact you going forward. I do believe that, I know for myself, that's definitely very, very much so the case. The way I love, the way I tend to react in relationships, what I give and what I take out of relationships because of what I saw my father do, because I saw what my mother went through. Something I'm working on in therapy, but during the pandemic, I'm not able to attend therapy at least not to the degree that I would like to in order to address some of these issues as I have other issues that's impacted, I'm impacted by as well. I say all that to say this, that you know, when we know better, we're supposed to do better. But some of this stuff is so ingrained in us, especially if we were real, real small when we saw some of these things, then it becomes a part of our personality in some aspects and it shapes the way that we navigate the world. Right. 
right you wouldn't believe like how influential uh, an adult can be on someone at a young age um that's just like me I guess growing up with a single parent household I just was taught to be so independent squeeze blood out of a tournament if you have to but you know you get it done on your own so it's kind of hard even now as an adult to allow someone else to take the reins and control um my narrative if that makes sense which can cause I'm gonna say problems but it can cause turmoil in a relationship And it's something we should communicate effectively. Unfortunately, sometimes it's hard to communicate in relationships. But I feel like if it is hard to communicate in a relationship, then maybe that's not the relationship you should be in. If you don't think you could bring up certain subjects or bring up certain issues, then that already shows that, you know, maybe there's something wrong, admittedly, with that particular situation or relationship. You know, I don't right. want to rock the boat or I don't want to hear what they have to say about it because they're not going to say anything positive anyway. Remember, you and I often talk about the concept of Ubuntu. We're only as good as the people that we're closest to or the people in our circle, right? Right, right. That is correct. <clears throat> Charlemagne the mm. God, you're familiar with him. I'm familiar yes. with him. He's from Munts Corner, South Carolina, um, the town over from Charleston and a couple of cities over from you. Um, he put out a coin phrase, him and his homeboy Duvall, I think that's his name, men yeah. don't cheat. Well, I know that not to be true, as you know it not to be true, as you've had relationships end on that note. I've had relationships end on that note. Right. Um, but maybe the concept is deeper than that. Maybe we, the concept is real men do not cheat, you know what I'm saying? In a past episode of the Urban Breakdown, we talked about Daryl Jackson and how he puts himself on this pedestal, giving out this great advice to women about do this in relationships and do that in relationships and don't do this in relationships and don't take that from a relationship. And then turned out to be all the things that he was speaking about. Now we can condemn him all day, but at the same time, the advice he gave was did have validity, yes? It, it did. Whether or not he himself upheld it is another situation altogether. Um, we often find this in church. Those of us that attend church or have attended church in the past, if uh, a situation came with the preacher or, the, or the, the pastor and he did something he wasn't supposed to do, like sleeping with somebody in the congregation or having an outside child or laundering money or something, then it's all, all of a sudden we have a problem with the church. But it's not right. the church, it's not the word that was the problem. It was the man giving us the word. The word is still valid. This word still has that oomph that we need to navigate the world. Just because the man who gave us the message is faulty doesn't mean that the message itself doesn't have validity. Men do cheat, but women cheat too. In fact, my experience, in, world, you know, my experience in the world is that women cheat more readily than men. Your experience in the world might be that men cheat more readily than women but we both know that we both cheat, right? I feel like women have more options. Of course they have more options um, because a man can't be like, hey, I want sex. Hey, I want sex versus a woman. She can have, hey, I want sex and get sex readily. A woman has a choice to be choosy. A woman has a choice to say yay or nay. A man can, can be like, yes, I want to have sex, but don't necessarily have the option as the woman has. And she has... Right 
ultimate options in regards to um, sex. You know what I'm saying? I was, and I thought about that. I was like, well, damn, you know what I'm saying? As much as I might want to, I still have to solicit or get in contact with somebody who will be willing to, and that may not always work out. You know what I'm saying? Not only complicated by the fact that they're just saying yes or no, but then body things like periods and, you know, things like that. You know what I mean? Well, that's kind of what's, uh, what's the saying that men cheat with who they can and women cheat with who they want to. Exactly. 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 <laughs> so yeah, that's a, uh... I remember when I was way out there, I used to only mess with married women because I felt, you know, they needed special attention because their man wasn't giving it to them. Right. And then I thought, well, damn, what if, what if I get married again? Would I find myself in the same situation where I'm not giving hundred percent to the relationship and she step out like these women step out and they step out slick. I mean, lunch breaks and Oh, I'm taking my you son never to the know. baseball game, but huh, let me dip off off the baseball game for an hour or so. I mean, like slick, slick, like goddamn. And the nigga don't ever know. I mean, he may have a penchant, but he don't know, no. You know what I'm saying? Because they just so slick with it until they get sloppy with their phone, until they start changing their formula on how they navigate the world, doing things they normally wouldn't do. Girl, why are you walking out the house at nine o'clock with that on? You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> Right, and that's the yeah, change behavior. But men do that too. Um, men tend to have more of a attitude, I guess, when they're in a situation, mm-hmm. um, and they bring it home. Women, they tend to be more distant. Right, right, so. emotionally distant. And when you become emotionally mm-hmm. distant, you already know she's likely peddling in another play a player's field. You dig what I'm saying? Right, and if y'all have problems before, you you can be in denial about it, but you know what's going on yeah no doubt and then that's where you can make the decision as to whether you stay or not indeed indeed men cheat women cheat everybody cheats what we got to do is work to get to a place where we don't have to cheat some people say that we cheat because it's not natural for us to be in monogamous relationships those that think about polyamory and polygamy and things like that uh, when I was younger, maybe about six, seven years ago, right, I was into polyamory, and you know it just made sense as long as everybody was on the same page, communicated effectively, stayed safe in their practices, it worked. Until I really started feeling one person, then I stepped outside of the polyamory thing so I could focus on monogamy. Right. But ultimately, it seems like polyamory might just make more sense. I think we both seen things on Instagram where there was this man and he had two women. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And they all seem like a nice, educated brother. And when he spits what he go, what they're doing, how they have the three incomes versus the one income or the two income, right. and how they, you know, they had they living really, really nice, and not like they're making a lot of money per. They might be making thirty or forty a piece, but together they make one hundred and twenty. You know what I'm saying? Their house could be paid off in like five years versus thirty, right? If they do it right, the the babysitting situation could be more, more coordinated. The only thing I find that would be messed up about that situation is the sexual practices how do you divide your time between two sex partners you know or more sex partners you know what i'm saying in polyamory a lot of times it's not about the sex it's about the emotional connection the other connections outside of sex sex is just an attribute of it but you know of course when people look at it from afar they're like yo that's (laughs) that's all about sex when it's, it's definitely more than just about sex you know what i mean right exactly it's, it's definitely more than about sex. I will say, um, 
without it being a polyamorous or polygamous relationship, being single, sometimes you have more options, well, more options than you really need, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So um, you have to narrow it down. So the headache of having to choose when you're single, I wouldn't want to have to divide myself in a relationship. Don't get me wrong, I don't oppose the polyamorous or polygamous relationships, but I would, I'm a little selfish. I would probably want, want my own situation. Um, and just me and him kind of grow old together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Indeed. so that's, yeah. So I don't, I don't like, I don't, I don't want to live this life of having to deal with multiple people or to get the satisfaction thereof when I'm in a relationship. I don't, I don't think that's, I don't think that's healthy for anybody. Right. So. So that's, that's just my take on that. But um, um, if it works for them, whatever floats their boat, hey, that's what's up. Oh, my PowerPoint messed up. Oh, my goodness. The most common reason that a relationship failed, well, is it cheating? Is it finances? Is it communication? Is it lack of sex? Or is it, multiple, or is it multiple choice? Like you could choose more than one answer. You know what I'm saying? Let's look at that for a minute. For me, it would probably be my, I guess, I don't know what other people go through, but my deal breakers would be communication mm-hmm. and cheating. Yeah. Because to me, cheating is a lie. It's, it's a form of a lie. That's all it is. Right. Um, if you want to be with somebody else, just say that and then we can talk about it, whatever. Or you can go about your merry way. Finances can be fixed um, with strong budget control or whatever. That can be fixed. That can be resolved unless a person outright just has an addiction like gambling or something. Mm-hmm. Communication is hard to fix because if you haven't been an open door from the beginning, it's going to be tough to implement that into the relationship later on down the road unless the other person absolutely wants to open their mouth to communicate. Now, lack of sex can also be resolved with a little bit of communication, but if you like that, then you're probably, the other person's probably going to cheat. So it's almost like a, um, a toxic circle of, you know, different possibilities, but for me, it will probably be communication and cheating. I think the main thing is likely communication because if you're not communicating your needs, then you might be apt to have lack of sex or start to cheat. If you're not communicating what's going on with your money, then that's going to impact the finances. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, And like you say, you know, communication is hard. That's one of the hard skills. If you don't have it naturally, then you don't have it. Right. Um, right. And you can learn it. I don't think that is like something you can't learn. I think, you know, you can go to therapy. You can read books on it. There's a thousand and one books, if not more, regarding this concept. You know, there's different support groups, you know, that you can access. There's different therapists in your community that you can access. But you have to want to do these things in order for them to be done. You have to want to improve the relationship and do what's necessary to improve the relationship. I think that communication is by far the biggest issue with failed relationships. I think it impacts every aspect of relationship, but not even just romantic relationships. We can talk about relationships like business and things like that. I mean, any situation that we find ourselves in, we'll find find that the Achilles heel was 
communication, lack of communication, poor communication, passive aggressive communication or things like that. Right. And that's the majority of issues within relationships, I would say. Mm-hmm. And, but and like you said, it can affect all the other, the other three. Right. Heavily. Um, the only problem with cheating, I, I just feel like most people aren't going to be open and honest and tell their partner they want to cheat. I think that's one of those things that is always sadly a communication after, you know what I'm saying? After they've been caught, after they've been found out. It's never a communication of during when you're having those conversations that are going to lead to the infidelities and things like that. Like, he's not going to go, but I've been texting this girl for a week and I feel like I want to, you know, have sex with her. He's not, a guy's going to tell his wife that and the wife isn't going to tell her husband that. Indeed, indeed, indeed. So how do we fix these things? How do we, how do we date? What would be a way for us to date in order to have better relationships? You know what I mean? Um, by starting off um, a relationship with open communication, mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing. Like make that a priority. That way, later on down the road, if anything happens, you can't really blame it on communication because it should have already been there from the beginning. Also, right. um, spending time together is a big thing. Oddly, in this day and age, people tend to want to keep you around without having to do much more than text you twice a weekend or but still be able to claim. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't want to communicate. They don't want to do anything. They just want you to be a part of their life. So if we can't work together on communication and also actually spend time together, then that's a um, dead relationship. If you ask me, I actually have uh, a friend that said he was in a relationship with somebody and they literally only talk to each other about every two weeks. That's, that's, that's not, that's not even, that doesn't, that's not even a relationship if you ask me. And then of course people use the excuse that, oh, well, I'm not good at talking or communicating. Okay. (laughs) I feel like that's an excuse. Like you said, it can be fixed. Right. Excuse. It definitely is an excuse. Nah, that's not an excuse because some people run businesses, some people are deployed. It's not an excuse. I'm not saying it's a good excuse. They're using it as an excuse. Hypothetical. Man's deployed, always on the road, always doing things. But like my mama said, we make time for what's important. If you if it's important to you, then you make time for it. That's not true. Is that not, not true? true? That's not so true. if it's not important to you, you don't make time for it? I'm telling you that I didn't communicate with my family or my wife for months. Months. Military experience is exempt. That's different. That's I'm talking not about exempt. regular people. I, you didn't say we'll, anything was exempt. You did say that it was an excuse. We'll give well, that an excuse. Yeah. Military is a little different, especially when you're deployed. We're talking about... Well, on this layman. show, we talk about general common relationships we're not talking about people who have unique um jobs and things like that that may take them away from their family that's beyond their control we're talking about a motherfucker sitting down the street sitting at the house just not texting back and not right, calling them because right, he ain't got shit right, to do right, right. that's what we're talking about that's as what our poised, whole show is based on as a poised deployed layman or a veteran that excuse no longer is valid correct van what so that, that excuse would no longer be valid in this day and time because you're no longer in the military, you're no longer employed, you're no, you're not deployed. Right? That's an excuse. That's an excuse. 
That's true. Right. That was an, that's a good excuse. I, I was in the military, so I can understand that perspective. But a person that's working a normal nine to five, mm-hmm. live in the same community or same city or near the same city, I don't believe that a lack of communication is appropriate. I, that person that Mercedes talked about, that he only spoke to his friend, his girlfriend, his significant other, once every two weeks, tells me one or two things. He's not that interested, or he has something else going on, and she's the side piece. He stayed with her for six years. Mm, 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 mm. Right. I'm, I'm confused, and I don't know if they were cheating on each other or not, but that was just weird to me. And these are regular people who clock in every day like the rest of them. Well, it sounds like a very unique situation. Hopefully that's not right. a norm. But I think dating has become even more difficult and people have more excuses regarding dating because of the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, I can't take you out because of social distancing. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, we can't do this or that because of social distancing. Oh, I guess you could just come to the house. It's almost like the, the pandemic gave people an excuse to be herbs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand it. I get that logic. In fact, you know, just be honest in this day and time, do we even, even before the pandemic, do people truly even know how to date anymore? Because... No. (laughs) No. (laughs) This generation uh, is so emotionally unavailable. They're okay with ghosting. They're okay with being at the bottom of the chain of communication they just don't care that's true because it's it's, it's uh someone just like socially inept and emotionally inept indeed. because they don't want to deal with it indeed when it comes to fucking um like a relationship in general like the whole like dating factor that should have been out the window for a long fucking time that should have been gone for a long time People don't bring people out on dates. Maybe married folk to keep shit going, keep shit kindled and all that, et cetera, et cetera. But as far as like people dating nowadays, nah, motherfuckers don't bring people on dates. That shit don't even happen. Not at all. Dates definitely happen. Um, I've been on several dates, but it's about like, you know, I guess interest past that. Because you got to think, a lot of people will introduce their representative to you. Mm-hmm. And a couple of weeks down the road, that representative is gone, and you re- meet the real douchebag, and you're either stuck or you're starting over. I, I will never That's be true. in a stuck situation. I will leave somebody alone real quick. But even 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 wasting time is too much for me. Like, dude, you knew you were trash when you asked me out. You know what I'm saying? I I run into that being single a lot. Yeah, that's that. That's it. Like when it comes, my thing is when it comes to like that whole like dating scene. Since I ain't in it, but I used to be in it years ago. But the whole like motherfuckers be faking. It just just be faking because um, if if you can't show them show somebody who you are forthwith, then you shouldn't be dealing with them at all. <laughs> Period. So how do we improve upon that? How do we work together? How can we work? together to have better more fruitful relationships better situations not only in the relationship itself but in, in entrepreneurship building in general you know what i'm saying in all aspects in all domains so you got to understand oh. that if and I, i've probably talked about this before but 
uh, when it comes to individuals who are at different levels, because there's levels to this shit. So when people are at different levels and the motherfucker's up here and he don't want to put his hand out, then that's not that's not your fault. That's their fault. And you just need to get to that level on your own. But that's just what people do. If 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 people don't want to put their hand out to help you uh, get to a certain level, then you need to do it on your own. That's just how people do it. That it's, it's, it's eat or be eaten. Mercedes. I pretty much agree with what he said. Um, it's, it, there's no other words for us, pretty much. And But um, I will say there's one thing that we can. Again, the foundation of communication goes a long way. Um, yeah. But one other thing that I think we can do is stop staying, stop staying in situations longer than or past their expiration date. That's like, crazy. you know Thanks. when something is dead and gone, but a lot of us stay in it. And then it's going to ultimately lead to end anyway so terminate it at its best point of terrible if that makes sense and kind of and kind of move on with your life because the last thing you want to do is stay in something way too long and it becomes abusive emotionally physically mentally and or you're just scarred to the point where your next relationship is going to be toxic because of what you've been through that you weren't willing to change or do better from or get away from in the time before it left you know deep seated issues so i think that's another thing people don't want to talk about it but it's definitely a problem see that, that hits on one of the points you already said before when it comes to people dealing with fucking trauma and shit like that when people get scarred and and, and like that whole like woman scorn uh phrase that motherfuckers go off of like that's trauma and, and when when people deal with that shit it's it's one of those things that um you have to deal with all the time right all the time, every single day, and after you deal with it, uh, if if you don't have a, a, a communication point, as in you can sit there and go and have a conversation with an individual and uh, get that shit off your chest, then it's going to stay with your ass for the rest of your life until you actually deal with it. Right. Actually, you just got to, like, because that that whole factor of um, his case in point, like myself. And my my wife, we we were in a bad place. And if myself and my wife, we didn't sit down and have a conversation. If we didn't have a conversation, we wouldn't be with all right now. Indeed. All right, this is the difficult round. We're gonna call this round three. Woohoo! Dun 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 dun. I don't have my switchboard hooked up today. Otherwise, I have some good ass music for it. But this is round three. Y'all ready? Dun, 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 dun. Yes or no? Yes or no? Are you good relationship material? Yes or no? See, this was this supposed to be a gang. Like we supposed to have like a whole bunch of people on the left, a whole bunch of people on the right. We supposed to have some mans on here. We supposed to have some womans on here. Womans and mans. It's just me and Mercedes and Van. You know what I'm saying? I understand. I I thought I advertised appropriately. Maybe we come on too late. We might want to think about another time to record this show. Maybe I thought nine o'clock would be good, especially those of us with kids. You know, they're a little quieter around this time. They're supposed to be in bed, etc. 
maybe this ain't the time. Maybe we should look at the weekend to record this. I don't know, because I thought for sure this our topic. I thought the flyer idea was amazing, you know what I'm saying? I thought the topic was hot tamale, you know what I'm saying? I had people that said they was gonna jump on this joint. Where they at? I don't know, but I do do I do realize one thing because I am getting some notifications. It's the way I logged in today, which was through a different app, isn't using my regular meeting ID. So that's that probably what it is. And what I'm gonna that do is start too, giving yeah. each show. I'm gonna start giving each show its own meeting ID instead of using my own personal meeting ID. In case we might, you know, what if a hacker comes on? If the ID always changed, then they won't be hip to it. If it stays right. the same, they'll be more hip to it. Right. But I'll go back to the original question. Yes or no? Are you good relationship material? I'll start it off. I feel like I can be good relationship material if I'm if the person meets my needs, they got to meet me where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? In some right. aspects, they got to be evenly yoked. They got to want what I want, want some of the things, have the same foundation, the same values that I have in order to move forward. You know what I'm saying? The parenting style has to be similar. The goals of wanting this or wanting that has to be similar. They have to have good humor. I love to laugh. I love to make people laugh. You know what I'm saying? I love to spend quality time with people. The right person, not a moper, not a person who just sits around, not a person who doesn't have adventure in their heart or a glad spirit. You don't want to be around somebody that's going to drag you down. You want to be, be around somebody that lifts you up. And then I want reciprocation. If I do for you, I want you to do for me. If I give, you give. And then, and then I don't mind you taking if you're, if you're giving, you know what I'm saying? I don't think that I should always be the giver. I don't think I should, I definitely don't think I should always be the taker. I'm not interested in being in a relationship in which you're bleeding me dry, but you're not giving nothing to fill my cup. You dig what I'm saying? And my right. good relationship material, I think in a world that wasn't like the one that we're in now, I would be, but I think this world is very selfish. I think media teaches us to be very selfish and very egocentric and very inner focused. And I think that takes away from the beauty of what relationships can be. And I know it's a plight by Viacom and the people that owns all these certain media channels to influence our culture. We have to start looking at our own media in order to become better because if we keep depending on Viacom and that type of media, they're gonna keep programming us in such a way that we're not gonna be able to keep it, get it together and get back. If we even, can't even say get back because we've been hurt and estranged since civil rights. That was the one thing that tore the black families apart. When you told that lady that she can have free housing and food, et cetera, and as long as the man wasn't in the house, what was the benefit of having the man in the house? Before the civil rights movement, before that, all you saw was black families, man, woman, children. Remember? You've seen the right. pictures. We don't know it for ourselves, but we've seen the pictures, right? Right. It was it was quite different. Um, I remember um, someone saying um, some of us were born in the wrong generation to have a big heart. Yeah. Like love and different things like that. The existence of genuine um compassion love and everything else does doesn't seem to exist today mm -hmm. it's kind of like you know popcorn it happens and it's over it's like it's very quick um I would say for myself though as far as relationship material I think I am however I don't want to end up in a situation where I'm putting forth more effort than I should 
So I'd rather just be by myself until, not saying that I'm bad relationship material, but I just would rather be by myself until I know something genuine is coming along right. or I'm dealing with something genuine. Um, so for right now, I don't want a relationship, but eventually when I get to when I've been by myself long enough to know what my faults are and I can openly admit where my problems lie. The one thing that I wanted to say earlier um, when Van was talking that I didn't get to say, um, we were talking about going to therapy and stuff like that. If, yeah. if a, you know, relationship got to that point is there's one thing that we addressed before on previous shows of how um, the psychiatrist, psychologist or whatever professional mental health is possibly necessary when black people go through problems. Right. We still haven't gotten past that point in our community as to where we are, we are open to those things. Right. Like it's not it, so you can present to a married couple who's having problems with therapists all day but if they weren't even over the years either willing to get professional help and or recognize their own individual problems you're not gonna get them to do it in a marriage so right we have that that's why i'm working my my company my agency more than therapy that's why we we're working to reduce the stigma reduce the notion that we don't have that you know going to get mental health help or going to get assistance is damning or shows a weakness you know reducing the stigma showing normalizing it in such a way my um homies let's cope let's cope counseling does the same thing my homies light therapy does the same thing she's really good at it because she uses all the the medias like the tiktoks and all that thing amazing amazing tiktok videos I wish I had the time to do a TikTok video at the, the frequency that she does. I have one TikTok video to my name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just, I'm just trying to find, you know, there's a way to normalize these things because I think that if we, I think we, we're too, in a lot of ways, we're too far gone. We rely on right. other media's, you know guys, they follow Instagram models and goggle after them and then want to compare their girl to that. You know, saying women looking at, you know, real lives of real housewives of Atlanta or married in Alabama, Huntsville, Alabama, or whatever those shows and see these shows and be like, yeah, you know, getting up in their feelings. Who did we talk about? Who was we talking about a couple of weeks ago? Was it, um, what was your friend name? Brandy? Not Brandy. Um, Brittany. But she was talking about yeah. her man didn't want her watching certain shows because it'll seep into her soul or something. Right. Shit, you know yeah, what I'm saying? I remember that. But you know, I think that there is some truth to that. What we watch, what we hear does, I can influence us in a negative way, you know, if we allow it to, you know. I think he had a good point. I don't think the way he delivered it was that a, was the best way to do it because <laughs> she, she 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 felt that shit when she told us that shit. I, she, you could hear the pain in that, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> Um, and that's that, you know what I'm saying? We have to work, to, we, we have to work to be what we would want to receive. We have to exemplify what we want to receive by the way we present ourselves in this world. If you want a good relationship, then be a good person in a relationship. If you want somebody who has their shit together, then have your shit together. If you want right. joy in the person that you're with, then have joy and exemplify joy in your life. You know what I'm saying? Be right. what you would want to receive. And that type of and that be the energy that you should receive. Now, in some cases, people will latch on to you because they want what you got and they don't have that. They lack that. But don't let that. Remember what we talked about before, Ubuntu. I am because we are. Make sure you have the right people around you. Make sure you have the right supports around you. 
communicate effectively. If you want to get a relationship based on communication, then you too should communicate effectively. Any last words? Um, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I just came on totally at the tail end of this conversation. And I think you all made some really, really great points about, you know, preparing yourself for, you know, being, you know, able to match the, you know, wanting the same thing within it that you have in yourself with other people, you know, being able to be at a point in your life where um, you're receptive to, um, you know, looking at yourself, but also, you know, you're open to starting a relationship with someone else. But I do think that there's kind of this level of perfection that we attribute to our own personal growth that isn't necessarily need, doesn't necessarily have to be the precursor to a healthy relationship. And I say that because relationships are always evolving and growing. And so you can get in a relationship, be totally healthy and whole and got yourself together and, and done the work on yourself, but there's still going to be more work to be done because you two are now taking your own independent selves and put bringing that together. And you're going to have to um, learn different strategies to work with one another. You're going to face challenges together. You're going to have to learn how to navigate those challenges. And so that doesn't necessarily mean that you're less whole or you're not put together. It just means that, you know, you do have to, you don't have to necessarily be, you know, 100% in a space where um, you, you know, you, you've been, you, you know, you, you have to be perfect, I guess I should say. Maybe that's probably not the right wording that I want to use. Um, but you can still have some broken pieces in you and find, mm -hmm. love, find a healthy relationship because your partner not, isn't necessarily going, isn't necessarily uh, a, a person that completes you, but it actually what it does is it kind of pushes you to, to make different decisions and, and grow in different ways. And, you know, even speaking to, you know, personal growth, you know, in marriages, what you hear in a lot of marriages is that partnership teaches each other how to how to navigate life together and how to navigate life on their own. And they make each other better. So that's just a thought that I had. I may not be saying it clearly because I jumped in on the tail end. I'm sorry. No, excellent point. You know what I'm saying? We need more of those points to be brought to the forefront as some of us might have had a mother and father, you know, some of us probably might have only had a mother or only had a father coming up. So we didn't have the best examples on how to navigate relationships in some cases, or even if we did have a mom and dad, they may have not navigated the world in such an appropriate way for us to exemplify or take as an example, as we navigate this world, because every generation has different challenges and different things that's going on that impact the, the way that they must navigate this world. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I just want to speak to this independently, like as an individual, you know, I'm not saying not to do the work on yourself, but I am saying that you don't have to be perfect. You don't have it all together to have a healthy relationship. You can still have pieces of you that need to be worked on. And the idea is choosing a partner who acknowledges your broken pieces and encourages you and inspires and, and, and walks with you on your journey and the vice versa you know you understand that your your partner's not going to come and be perfect and and all the other stuff they're going to have broken pieces and being able to say hey I want to nurture those pieces with you and we're going to do the work together so that, that way we can be you know 
we can be whole and healthy individuals, but we can also be a whole and healthy collaborative together as well. And, you know, you're right, everybody didn't have models, like didn't have, and even if you did have both your parents, was it a healthy relationship? Did you see healthy communication? Um, if you had a single parent, did you see healthy relationships or did you see um, relationships that were often broken or spontaneous? So those factors do play a role, but we grown now. And I do think that you do have to come to a point in adulthood where you have to say, this is what I want for myself. This is what I'm defining for myself. I know what my what I saw with my mother, my father, or whomever. And I know that these, there are these images that I've seen, but now how much of that am I gonna actually apply to myself? And a lot of times we, we have to kind of shed away a lot of that stuff and really look at what is it that we want. And that's why I think you have a lot of these relationships that are non-traditional, um, these relationships that don't necessarily fit the picture that we were told or taught throughout our lives. And so that's, and, and being okay with that, right? Because you, you know, you define your relationship. They say every marriage, every, every, you know, romantic partnership is different. What works for one couple may not work for the other. And so those are things that we do want to consider and keep in mind, right? So that's just a thought. Another one. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for sharing, Miss Camille. I pray that everything goes well with you and yours during this tumultuous time we call a thing called life. It's a beautiful thing called life in my Prince voice, but I don't have right now. Let's go crazy from the hit song 19. No, that was Let's Go Crazy. I was thinking about 1999, another hit song from Prince. Prince had a lot of hits. He did the damn thing. And that concludes another episode of She Said, He Said, where the women come first. Please join us on the Urban Breakdown featuring hit shows such as He Said, She Said, A Man's Perspective, 360 Degrees, and Politrix with Mercer Prescott and his band of eclectic cronies appearing on all streaming podcasts. That's The Urban Breakdown. This episode brought to you by Poddex, a set of cards and an app in which you can utilize interview questions to conduct your podcast or utilizing communications that you have with others versus it being a game night, whether it be in a date night, and that's poddex, P-O-D-D-E-X.com. Use the user, use the um, gift code more than therapy, no spaces, more than therapy to receive 10% off any physical product at the poddex website, that's poddex.com with user code more than therapy, no spaces in order to receive 10% off. Be well, be great. He said, she said, what did they say? He said, she said, what did she say? What did he say? What did she say? I don't care what none of them say. Just listen to these motherfuckers by the way. Hey.